Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning and welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Today is Friday, May 20th. We have a high of nine degrees here with sun and cloud in the Edmonton region and a very happy seventh birthday to our little beautiful daughter, Everly. There, we said it. Are you happy? <laughs> she, now she put her headphones on and can't oh, hear us. Oh, she can't hear us. <laughs> she insisted that we say that it was her, her seventh birthday. Oh, Francis sent cake. <laughs> oh thank big you. day over here big day <laughs> big day just such a big day that i think uh gabby and i literally just decided that we're probably postponing friday live training tonight yeah because i don't know how the hell i'm gonna find time to do a recording today yeah we we're gonna pre-record <laughs> it and um Wayne's like, yeah, so we're going to do it uh, this morning uh, before your mom comes here. And I'm like, my mom's coming here at seven, like right after the podcast. He's like, oh, okay. Uh, and we need to sign with the lawyer. <laughs> yeah, and we need to bake a cake. <laughs> kids are coming, kids at, are three. coming at three. Yeah. So it's going to be a pretty tight day. Um, but hey, if this is the first time you're tuning in, um, I just want to let you know that we're broadcasting this live, live as we do every morning, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Mountain Time on the Podbean app. Download the Podbean app, search up Real Estate Investing Morning Show, and you can join in live with us. Uh, the app has got a chat where you can chat and say hello and good morning, just like everybody else is as they're as they're rolling in. And as well, um, there's a call-in button. You can, and if you can figure it out, um, uh, you know, like Jared, who couldn't figure it out yesterday, <laughs> uh, don't be like Jared. Um, but if you can figure it out and click that call-in button, then you can get your questions answered for free. Um, I literally just had a person, um, reaching out to me, um, on Facebook messenger a few minutes ago, ready to ask a question. I'm like, Hey, join in live to the show. You're awake. Get, join in. <laughs> you're awake. You know, hop on the show, you download the app and, um, you can ask any questions you want for free. That's why, uh, that's why we do it. Um, so that saves me having to do individual DMS and, and Facebook messengers and all that other stuff. Yeah. So this way, you know, I will answer it any we will answer any questions for free every morning um all you gotta do is just get up pretty simple and then you get it for free yeah free coaching yeah why is your microphone tilted i don't know oh. Oh, it's weird it's always been like that i tried to fix it but very interesting <laughs> um got a whole lot of uh um uh happy, happy birthdays. birthdays and feliz cumpleanos it's Chris's, um, Chris and Roxanne's son's birthday as yes, well. Happy yes. Happy birthday. It's a big day for birthdays. Yeah. Big month for birthdays. Like, wow. Why? Well, Everly was invited to three birthdays in like the last two weeks. And it's her birthday. It was my dad's birthday. It's your dad's birthday. It's uh, my auntie's birthday. It's... Is it? No. Um, Holtz's birthday, is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Tons of birthdays this month. Check the calendar. It's Kathleen's parents' birthday this month. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And uh, Jeremy, 
to <clears throat> confirm your confirming, um, there is no show on Monday. It's holiday Monday. There's no show on Monday? No. What the shit? <laughs> Monday is the holiday, right? It's Victoria Day. Yeah, it's a holiday. Yeah. Uh, our daughter was off yesterday, today, and Monday. So I'm like, I don't know when the holiday is. Pretty okay, sure well, I guess there's no... Hey, guys, I just I just want you to know that it's, it's not my fault. Because <laughs> I was down for a show. So we send said all it your from the beginning. To, send all your complaints to Gabby at info <laughs> at reimorningshow.com. I'll take it. I'll take or it. sorry, complaints at, uh, at reimorningshow.com. Happy birthday, Jeremy's grandma, today too. <clears throat> Jeremy's grandma too? Yeah. Okay, I officially... Oh, um, Josh's daughter. My birthday. Lots of birthdays. Was it the same day or... Josh, your daughter's birthday is very close. Is Josh in here? Yesterday. Yesterday. Happy birthday. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, So today's episode, we're just going to name everyone's birthday. (laughs) While you guys are doing that, I'm going to blow my nose. (sighs) Great. Yeah. Keep keep those birthdays, that birthday train (laughs) rolling, baby. I think we've reached the end of it. Lots of hearts coming through, though. You know what I'm gonna do? You know, like that, like the the morning radio shows do. Um, uh, who was born? This who day? was born on this day? Born <laughs> on this day. Born. Pa- Patrick uh, Bellinger's daughter's birthday was yesterday. What? My best friend's son's birthday is tomorrow. Um, um, you know, you know who was born on this day? Who? I gotta confirm. It said it here a second ago. <laughs> uh, Ho Chi Minh. Ho Chi Minh, I think. I saw it here, but now it's not. Now it's not showing. Oh God, no! Wait, unconfirmed. Unconfirmed. <sighs> Jeremy, like the Vietnamese leader. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know who else is born on this day? Huh. Joe Cocker, one of my favorite artists. Mm-hmm. And Gabby's uh, favorite artist, Buster Rhymes. <laughs> <clears throat> and you that, know what? That if, deep, raspy voice can help you myself. You know what? If I could turn back time, I wish I could be there for Cher's birthday. Oh. Got us any Cher fans? <laughs> okay. The show's so, anyways. Garbage. <laughs> Anyways, the show is garbage. (laughs) (laughs) And Jeremy hasn't even shown up with a question. So where do we go from here? (laughs) Oh, he's got a couple. Oh man. Okay, no. I maybe fill. I'm. I'm maybe filling a vacancy. I had. um, I don't know if there was. We were in the. Well, we had just started one of our mentorship calls last night, and bling, email came through with um, two applications. So um, I have two very strong-looking applications that I need to follow up on, and I'm waiting for a little bit more information from them. But wish me luck that I fill a vacancy mm. today, just in time, so that we don't have a June vacancy. Um, we've been so busy that I like definitely did not even post the advertisement until like mid-May. Which property? <laughs> um, it's a townhouse in the West End. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, really, wait a second. We haven't done any viewings for that one. 
Yep. Um, so I've hired out viewings, um, did one last weekend and, or a couple last weekend and one last night. And are you how have I not been a part of this? Like has the tenant been, oh, the tenant's not there anymore. No, they've, um, they've basically moved out. They're just still doing a bit of cleaning and, um, some wall repairs and stuff. So. Okay. And yeah. so, okay. Awesome. Yeah. And you got an application last night. Yeah. A really, really good one. Really strong one. Walk it up, baby. I'm I'm working on I it. I thought this thing was. I was messaging late last months. night. Yeah. And uh, if I recall, you increased rent as well. I did. Like, yeah. I time. yeah. So, what should rent be? I don't so, know. I haven't done any research. <laughs> I mean, like traditionally, it's a two bedroom, so it's not it's not the ideal three bedroom. So two bedroom townhouse. Um, no garage or anything like that. There is a little yard, which is great. But I think previously um, rent would have been around the like 13, 1350. Mm-hmm. And, uh, on a good day. On a good day, yeah. And so I was looking and there wasn't much market competition out there. There was like really at all. At all. Yeah, there was like a couple townhouses. They were like those, um, I can't think of what the management company is, but those like just ugly white old kitchen, old bathroom, um, just clean, white and clean, but otherwise just like really lifeless. Mm -hmm. Um, And they were listed relatively high. And I was like, you know what? I could probably beat them in rent if if that's all that's on the market. So I went bold and posted it higher. I posted it for $15.50. I got several responses and I got some viewings and everything. But then it just kind of, I, like I said, I posted really late. I didn't post until mid-May and, and it's available June 1st. So I was on a time crunch and I was like, okay, just to get a bit, because it went quiet after the first like little rush of, of responses. So I was like, just to cover my butt and make sure we get somebody in, I'm just going to drop it a bit. And so I dropped it to $14.95 and boom, hopefully I have somebody. I mean, it's, it's, it's not locked up. It's not confirmed, but... Um, I'm really crossing my fingers that I get it filled before June 1st. It would be a damn miracle <laughs> yeah. to fill it in two weeks as an afterthought and to have rent listed so so much higher than what I think it should be. Is that it? Because I, I saw you re-sign another tenant the other day. Uh, yeah, I re-signed um, a tenant <clears throat> for another year, which was great because that was also an afterthought. Normally, I reach out to tenants two months before the end of their lease. Yeah. And I reached out to him two weeks before the end of his lease. <laughs> Thank God you're not my employee because you would be fired. This is how busy you have made me, Wayne. You're welcome. This is on you. <laughs> at the end of the day, this is on you. Any other vacancies? Um, yeah, we have a couple coming up at the end of June. Okay. So, um, and I already know that one of them is leaving. And I need to offer to resign one of them. Uh, may I make a suggestion to hire that out? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just me and Gabby having a conversation here. It's uh, <laughs> <clears throat> we don't even have enough time to talk about or make that decision. Um, <laughs> I uh, Lauren asked. Um, not sure what Lauren. Who Lauren is? Um, have you noticed? Have you noticed <laughs> with the home prices going up that rents will increase as well? In theory, yes. It doesn't always go at the same time, though. There's usually a delay. It's uh, we're still waiting to see how 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 long this is going to last and if it's going to stick. Yeah. Also, like, so 
the other thing that needs to happen is that landlords need to say, hey, my expenses have increased. <laughs> and then when the opportunity presents itself to them, then they need to decide, am I going to increase my rent? So a couple things can happen. One is that you can't increase rent until a tenant has been with you for, for a full year or at the turnover of, of tenants, then we're, you can increase it at that time. We're in turnover season right now. Yeah, we are in turnover season. But then also, if you're re-signing with a tenant, you need to say to yourself, do I have a really good tenant and will a rental increase um, just make them decide that they want to leave? Or will they be okay with it, understand that the market is rising and they'll re-sign with me? So you have a couple decisions that you need to make before you decide to increase your rent. And then the market as a whole, everybody needs to decide, I'm going to start increasing rent, and then rent is increased, and now there's a new standard. D uh, demand also needs to, to I was, play. I was, yeah. you looked like you had something to say before yeah, I continued on with that. So the other thing is that increase in house pricing, I'd say, would be secondary on seeing rent increases. Primary would be when... <clears throat> when um, the economy, when there's a boost in the economy, there is work created, the people start flooding back into Edmonton and, and Calgary and whatever city you're in, mm -hmm. and there's less vacancy. There's more demand for rentals. And so people, we can increase our prices because there's the demand there and the people need rentals. And so you got 20 people calling yeah. and begging you for it then then obviously that's when yeah that's when we start getting greedy yeah like when i moved here in 2006 it was like um point something percent vacancy and it was like a madhouse like it was it was a zoo people trying to find rentals and stuff mm -hmm. um was easy to find a job <laughs> not easy to find a rental yeah yeah um we have noticed rent gone up we've been paying attention well like to be honest like when you're getting started out with real estate investing you start to notice these little things because you're doing the property management but for us for the last few years we kind of haven't really been it's just been the same for so long yeah like anybody asks hey excuse me uh how much is a three-bedroom townhouse on the west end um of edmonton i know the answer to that hey how much is a three-bedroom house with a garage on the northeast edmonton because it's always been the same, same for a decade. Same, same, same. Yeah. Since we started, it's it's so easy. Don't overthink it. It's it'll it'll vary by about fifty bucks or whatever or whatever you you know. Um, yeah. It's been pretty consistent, but uh, to see, you know, a three bedroom townhouse on the west end of Edmonton listed for fifteen hundred bucks, I'm like, oh wow. Because mm -hmm. that's <clears throat> historically for the last ten years. Um, 1500 bucks would be typically what a single family house would rent for without a garage. So give you some pr perspective. Yeah. Um, if it had a garage, it's an extra 200 bucks. So 1700. So to see a townhouse at 1500, mm -hmm. um, it's just a matter of time before single family houses, you know, go up and as yeah. well. Yeah. There's a reason um, why well, there's gotta be a reason why they're charging 1500 bucks. I don't, I don't know what it is unless it's just demand. Gabby and I looked on Facebook uh, Marketplace to see what kind of rentals were available in that area. With sing with, uh, she showed me there's like oh there's only like this many listings, and I'm like okay, hang on a second. Um, 
add in single family homes. And she's like, no, like single family homes like is. The, I love, there was literally no filters. It was just rentals mm-hmm. in, in the West End. <laughs> and I'm like, that's it? There's a for, bunch of apartments. For May? Yeah, there's a bunch of apartments. And that was like literally <clears throat> it. I don't think I saw a single single family house. And there was like one three bedroom townhouse and like two two bedroom townhouses and then a bunch of apartments. Which makes us really like second guess, like doing renewals. Um, yeah. Is it, is it better to to try and increase the rents a couple hundred bucks um, and get a tenant out? But then there, there, there lies the question, is it better? Okay, let me just rewind a little bit. If you go in for a renewal offer and you, and you try and offer your tenant $200 more, it's not going to go over very well. Yeah, that's... That's, that's, that's yeah. highway robbery. <laughs> um, so you're almost better off just for, you know... Cut them loose. Yeah. Cut them loose and just let them know, hey, we're planning on increasing the rents. Um, you know, expenses have gone up, utilities have gone up, just, you know, that we have to make sure that we're covering our, our expenses. Hope you understand. And if they want to, if they want to find out what that offer is and they can ask, but I don't want to put it out there and then just piss them off and then ruin. It's just like, you want to try and keep the relationship as good as possible, uh, upon completion. Um, but anyways, removing them and then putting it back on the market means you're going to have a, Unless, of course, you can do a seamless transition and no vacancy, which is difficult. You're going to have one month of vacancy. So what's the cost of that vacancy? Mm-hmm. You know, that main floor suite. If you're, you know, if the expense, sorry, if, if the rent is 1300 bucks for that main floor suite, um, and it's going to sit empty for a month, that means you need to cover the cost of 1300 bucks. Um if you're planning on increasing the rent by $2,000 or sorry, $200 a month, oh, I was like, Whoa. So $200 a month. Um, how much are you going to extra? Are you going to make the next year? Mm-hmm. $200 a month times 12 months is 2,400. So you're going to make 2,400, but you're going to lose 1,300. So you net 900. Is it worth it? I would say yes. Yeah. Um, what if it's, um, $100 a month that you're increasing it. If you're like, um, oh yeah, I can increase, yeah. I can, I can increase my rent by a hundred bucks. Um, if I get this tenant out, but it's going to sit empty for a month. Well, it's going to be $1,300 that you're losing and you're only gaining $1,200 for the year. So it doesn't yeah. make any sense. You're better off just keeping that person and making an extra hundred bucks. And then you don't have to worry about filling um, the vacancy, less, less time. Yeah. The, the <clears> one, <throat> the one instance where I say it might be worth it is if you, haven't increased your rent in a long time and you're much lower than you should be, it can be worth it to to start making your increases to get up where rent should be so that if you do lock somebody in, that's great. You're not shocking their system, like we said, when when you do need to increase it. Yeah. So I think a better approach is so now you've seen that, you know, you increase it, get someone out, increase it by a hundred, you're going to lose a hundred. Okay. Over the year, you get someone out, you increase it by 200, you're going to make 900. Okay. If you keep them and make a mod, like a tiny little increase of like 50 bucks on their renewal, mm-hmm. you're going to make 600 bucks. Yeah. And that I think that is the is path great. of least resistance. Yeah. That's fantastic. Right? Let them go out and test the market if they want to, if they want to huff and puff and like, oh, I'm going to go and look around. This is, mm-hmm. this is ridiculous. I can't believe you're doing this to me after I've been such a great tenant for the last what, 12 months or 24 months. Sorry, that's that's the that's what they sound like. That's how that's the that's what I hear when I read the email. Um, 
Rightfully so, though. You know what? Rightfully yeah. so, because you know what? Like, we are the ones that are greedy. You know, I, I see everybody else's rents going up, and I think to myself, I want to make an extra 600 bucks this year. Is it really worth it? Um, so, you know what? I, I am evil. We very rarely increase rent. We would rather re-sign a tenant and keep them happy. A good tenant, sorry. We would way rather re-sign and keep a good tenant happy and keep it at the same rate than to impose an increase. So long as we're not like way under market, which we aren't because we're professional real estate investors who don't have our rent sitting out weird numbers. Um, but... One one thing that you can do if you do need to make an increase is don't like don't go for the highway robbery. Like don't be greedy and stupid and be like, well, I think that I could get $300 more. So I'm just going to do that. And, you know, that'll make my bank account nice and cushy. Like, don't be an asshole. But if you can justify those increases by $50 showing that property taxes have gone up and insurance has increased, mm -hmm. like even showing them like so where i've been successful when i did have to do an increase is i only increased it by literally basically exactly like rounded up by the five dollar mark yeah. or down or whatever but i showed the tenant last year's property tax and this year's property tax notice and that there was an increase and as well as <coughs> the um insurance email renewal showing that there was an increase on it and it was like, this is this is why I'm doing the increase. Our property taxes and insurance have increased. And um, I'm only I'm only increasing it by what our expenses. Yeah. So um, I hope you understand. And I hope that this seems fair to you. And um, that's it. And they were like, oh, OK, yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for sending these. And yeah, just say that we, we ate that cost last year, but we do need to capture that, um, you know, for the following year. So I hope you can understand. Yeah, yeah. I think that's I think it'll be very easy. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Excuse me. Considering, you know, insurance increase, property taxes increase, yeah. and property taxes increase every year. So it's very easy to capture that. Yeah. Um, eh, sometimes they go down. True. We've had decreases lots. True. <laughs> uh, almost always <clears throat> in most markets, um, except for little old flat Edmonton and Calgary. Leduc. <laughs> Uh, and as well with interest rates going up and being big in the news, that's a very easy one to reference. Um with most renters not having a, much knowledge of how home ownership works, right? Yeah. If they've never owned a home before, they, they really don't know the difference. So they're, you know, they're headline readers that they just, they know that, okay, well, yeah, I guess interest rates did go up. I guess property taxes did go up. If you've got a house with uh, suites and you can say, oh yeah, you know what? I, I heard that utilities went up 200 bucks a month um, a few months ago. Yeah. Um, so you can use that as well. So it'd be very easy just to reference as long as it's not crazy, like $300 a month increase. Um, and just say, Hey, like, you know, we've, we've been, it's been, we've been eating this for the last year and it's, it's, it's putting a lot of strain on us and our, you know, um, our expenses and our yeah. budget. And we just need to, you know, increase it a little bit. I hope you can understand that you've been a fantastic tenant. Uh, we want to keep you. So instead of increasing it by the $200 a month that everybody else is, we're just doing 50 just so we can break even on it. I hope you can understand that. Yeah, exactly. If you can do it right, then um, it's going to save you a whole lot of time and energy, like with a tenant moving out and going in and touching up and then, you know, having to do showings and deal with Facebook Messenger and 
and respond to those ridiculous highest is still availables and all the other nonsense that comes with filling, filling vacancies. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. um, congrats on, on, uh, on, on filling that, uh, or, or renewing that one guy. Yeah. I wish we had a little more time to, in order to do a little bit of research, but you know, that property still cash flows well. So I'm, I'm yeah. And he's, he's paying a pretty premium. Right. He? He, yeah, he's only been in for a year, so we just signed it last year at at tip top rates, and oh, okay. um, and then he also has a, a dog and a cat, so we have pet fees in there as well. And Good. yeah, so when I looked at what he was paying, I was like, oh, I could definitely not justify any increases. Like he's paying top rent. Good. Yes, because yeah. he's a dick. Yeah, he's a pain in the butt. We swore that we <laughs> we swore that we wouldn't um, resign him just because he's a pain in the butt. But at the same time, like he's. <laughs> He's taking care of the place and, um, and he's, he's calmed down. I think we put him in his place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he wanted to stay. So, <laughs> oh boy. And the two tenants get along the upstairs and downstairs get along. He actually hires one of the downstairs tenants to clean his place. Um, cause they're a cleaner. I find that to be creepy, but okay doesn't matter they're not fighting they're not arguing we're not getting complaints about each other it's beautiful <laughs> sure sure of course okay so um francis. francis has a question two variable mortgages one increases with the increase in prime rate so uh one payment i think she's, mm -hmm. she's talking about one payment increases with the increase in prime rate and the other does not are there different ways banks apply variable rates yes uh... So yeah, I always mix this up. There's um, traditional variable rate, and then I believe the other is called an adjustable rate. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, now, fun question: Which is which? <laughs> I always mix it up. I think the traditional variable rate is where your payment stays the same. So what changes is that more of your payment when when prime rate increases your payment that you make, so let's say your payment is $1,200, your payment stays the same, but where you used to have, um, you know, $600 going to interest and $600 going to, um, oh my God, my brain just went dead. <clears throat> May I throw your lifeline? A variable rate mortgage is, is the one where the interest rate change with the market, but the monthly payments are always the same. Yeah. An adjustable rate mortgage is the one where the monthly payments can change when the interest rate changes. Yes. <clears throat> Just want to make sure that you are right. And oh yeah, yeah. And, and I was pretty. I was pretty confident. Okay. <laughs> so the adjustable rate obviously makes sense. That that's the one where the the monthly payments change. Yeah, your payments will change. Um, but when, yeah, with the with the variable, it'll just your your payment will stay the same, but more of that payment will start going to interest if the rate goes up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And less to less to paying down the actual mortgage. Yes, yes. Um, Hopefully, that's just a quick and easy answer. Yeah. 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 Um, and be careful because not all mortgage brokers will really explain that to you. Um, maybe they do. They just you just don't. Yeah, understand. maybe they do. You just don't notice. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the time, we know that there's just some mortgage brokers who are just trying to get you the best rate and they say, Oh, do you want fixed or variable? And no, oh, variable's nice and low. You wanna walk up this one? And it's just more about the rate than it is about the product that you're getting. Mm -hmm. So it's a it's a great thing to know the difference and to ask your mortgage broker if you're locking up variable rates, ask them, is this true variable or is it adjustable? Yeah. 
Yeah. Cause it's as a, as a rental, you do want your payments to stay the same ideally, right? You want that true variable rate um, because it's about, it's a long game. It's not about how much is getting paid down quickly, long-term buy and hold mm. in most cases. Mm. Mm. We have, we have, mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we have one that uh, it changes there. We do. I didn't know. Which was fantastic during the pandemic when we oh, had all yeah. those drops. Like we went from. We too. We had My two. God, we, we started cash flowing some pretty sweet numbers. <laughs> yeah. When those rates dropped down to like below 2%. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was pretty sweet. It was wild. Yeah. I was like, yeah. those. I, and I, I was like taking those cash flow payments because we. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Party. Yeah, it uh, depends on your strategy. I mean, personally, I would I would lock in the monthly payment and just have a um, a variable rate. Yeah. Just keep it consistent, um, so that way you know what your expenses, you know what your cash flow is going to be for the next mm-hmm. x amount of years. Um, it's good and consistent for your joint venture partners, and then you don't have to go back to them and be like, "Yeah, I know. Um, I told you the cash flow is going to be five hundred dollars a month, but." You know, Prime went up three percent, and uh, over the last few couple of years, and here we are, and you know, the cash flow's gone. What do you mean the cash flow's gone? What's wrong with this property? They don't understand, and they're not going to understand the difference between a variable and, a, and an adjustable rate mortgage. Yeah. So just keep it simple and more consistent and and um, predictable. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, and if I had scrolled down, um, yeah, Ryan had kind of already answered the question and I wouldn't have second-guessed adjustable, mm-hmm. but I didn't see his response. Yeah. Um, I, I have to throw this out there. I messed up. It, Ho Chi Minh's birthday was not today. It was yesterday. So happy belated <laughs> birthday, Ho, Ho Chi Minh. Um, <laughs> famous for making that big trail. No one's going to understand that joke. But... There was a... Trail yeah. Named after him. Yeah, it's not a big deal. <laughs> he didn't laugh. I saw he an invite come for a trail. Trail <laughs> says and a city and a city, yeah, <laughs> and a city. He must have done something. Um, <laughs> cool, cool. We, uh, yeah. So i'm interested to see in here if anybody else is increasing their rents this uh this this uh spring turnover season mm-hmm. this is normally uh the time of year when okay so uh for all of you listening in other provinces <laughs> um this is normally the time of year when all the leases end and everybody moves out and then and they move into a new rental mm-hmm. because uh in alberta uh at the end of a one-year uh, uh fixed uh lease it's, it ends. It doesn't just kind of roll into another lease where you have no control. Yeah. Um, as, as long as you're doing it proper. You yeah. can have it roll over. Yeah. So you if can you're have sophisticated, a, it does not. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, if you have a one-year fixed uh, term uh, rental lease, um, at the end of the, 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 the lease, both parties can agree to, you know, renew or, or, or start a new one. Or if both parties don't agree, then it just ends and the person moves out, yeah. which is pretty amazing. Um, now, see, it doesn't seem that amazing. It seems, it seems fucking logical. Um, yeah. 
And then when you hear about other provinces that don't have that, and it's like, oh, yeah, well, you can't ask them to leave. I'm like, well, what's the point of having a one year lease? Yeah. <laughs> How does that even work? It doesn't make any sense. And you and, can't increase the rent. <laughs> and you can't increase the rent at the end of the, the one year. Um, it just it's, it's, doesn't seem logical to me. So suddenly I'm, I'm very grateful for the simple things that we have mm -hmm. um, in Alberta. Mm -hmm. So uh, with that being all said, um, well, sorry to other provinces, um, but as well, that means that most most leases typically end between May and July, August, because um, people are normally just moving this time of year. And with all the leases having end dates at this particular time, that means it's the busy season for people at the end of their lease to be moving out and doing something different. A lot of people like to move in the summer when the kids aren't in school. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of people like to move in the summer when it's not winter because like moving in the winter, if you've ever done it, it's terrible. And it's hard on your property. Yeah. Most, uh, most owners, landlords will, will even do six month leases if they're signing someone in the winter to make sure that it ends in the summer to get that back on the same schedule of ending in the summer because it is hard on the property. You know what I mean? You're trying to get in get that couch inside as quickly as possible because it's negative 30 and you know you're not gonna take your boots off so you're you know dragging your big boots in slush and snow and you're mm -hmm. hitting the wall because you're like fuck it let's just get this done as quickly as possible mm -hmm. um so it does just does that right there it just does more wear and tear do you remember when we moved into riverbend on new year's eve mm -hmm. and it was like minus a thousand <laughs> yeah <laughs> And we moved by ourselves. <laughs> we, made, we have moved way too many times to Edmonton. Yeah. <laughs> way too many times. We didn't damage anything, but that was rough. Yeah. It was really rough. Absolutely. Um, so this is this is busy season right now. So this is the best time to find out, you know, our, our rent's increasing. Yeah. So I, I'm going to start paying more attention. Um, I'm going to start. Thank you. I'm going to start uh, reaching out to, to, to more um, property owners and asking what's what's the story right now? What's. What are you seeing? Yeah, keep an eye on Marketplace and PadMapper and stuff. Whenever you have a renewal coming up, just like keep your finger on the pulse and see what properties are going for. And and there's going to be outliers and, you know, whatever. Don't don't take it as straight up like, oh, that person's listing for 17 and it should be 13. I'm going to do that. Like some people are just idiots. But <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, Jeremy says, yes, getting rents going up 100 on one and 75 on another starting next month. Nice. Yeah, have to take a peek at that. See, I'm at the kind of at the point now where I'm like, I value time more than the extra thousand bucks. So I got to be super careful. Yeah. Um, because, you know, if I get greedy and try and make it a couple extra hundred bucks. Well, the other thing also to keep ruins my summer. Yeah. The also thing, also the other thing to keep in mind, words are hard, um, is that if you are not filling the vacancy yourself, then you are also paying somebody. It's not just about the increase. It's like, you know, we talk about, you know, if you raise it by a hundred um, and they leave, what does that, and you have a vacancy, yada, yada, but also how much are you paying somebody to fill that vacancy? So oh, for us, manager, yeah, yeah. So for us, we don't have a property manager, but I do pay somebody to do viewings for me. So I'm paying them for every viewing that they go do. Yeah. Um, and in some instances, like the couple of vacancies that are coming up, I'm probably also going to pay them to list it as well. So, you know, like there's that money that you're losing as well when you have tenant turnover. Mm -hmm. It's not just a possible vacancy. It's also what you're paying somebody to do that for you. 
And then if you're doing it yourself, exactly. What is your time <laughs> worth? What's your time worth to list it, to respond to all the inquiries, to go do all the viewings, to do all the paperwork, to do the move-in report? What is that time worth to you? Mm-hmm. Is it better just to keep the tent you have in at the same rate? That's unfortunately why a lot of people keep their <laughs> rates the same. Yeah. yeah. Property managers typically charge about one month's rent for a release yeah. fee. Yeah. So on top of one month vacancy, then you got a one month uh, release fee. Um, yeah, it adds up. It's a very good point. Yeah. Uh, Brian says, just left rent the same on my recent renewal. Happy with the tenant and still very happy with the rent. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy also stated that his increases are going directly onto the utility bill increases, which is a really great point. That's another <clears> thing <throat> that has increased. Um, we have always cash flowed on our utility um, flat fees. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just as of last year, um, when I averaged out utility usage over the year, we're still okay. Like we're almost at a break even. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what, what have, where the utility bills go this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cause I've, I've been thinking about that as well, about increasing, um, the flat fee portion of the utilities on our rent. So not necessarily the, the rent amount, but the utility amount. It'd be easier to justify. Oh, 100%. Just show them, show them the bills. Yeah. Like, yeah, some of our some of our bills last year were like um, well over $600 where you, the cap, like the max used to be like, it would be wild to see a $500 bill. Yeah. 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 I, um, I wanted to change uh, topics here because Sean has a question, which we can kind of get into. But to be honest, uh, you know what, Sean? Like I... It's been years since I've watched that video, and um, now I'm trying to remember. It's not years. I, I just talked to the guy like eight, like I don't know eight months ago, um, but it's just been a little while since I. Uh, you know what? Like I'm going to save that question there, Sean, for next yeah, week. And then you can watch it over the weekend. <laughs> I got I got I got a 45 minute drive into the city today to go uh, uh, sign paperwork for a new property um, with the lawyers. So on my 45 minute drive, I'll listen to the the 30 minute video. And I'll kind of re-familiarize myself with it. Um, we're not personally using the method. Um, just the way that our business is set up, it just doesn't make much sense right now. Plus, there's a few more things to go into detail on. Uh, what I'd recommend doing is um, listen to the podcast um, that I interview I did with Chris Niccolo last year. And it gives a little more of an updated version of what's going on with that particular um Strategy, strategy, um, tax saving strategy, or interest saving strategy. I guess um, it is slightly dated, um, but as interest rates continue to increase, it might be more relevant again. Um, that strategy was best when interest rates were higher. When interest rates were lower, at like below two percent. I was talking to Chris about it and it didn't make any sense anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but you'll just need to do some math. It's it's you, you really need to sit down and look at all the interest rates on your credit card and line of credit, et cetera, and, and your mortgage rates and just do some math and see how much savings there would actually be. Yeah. So let me, let me watch that and then we'll talk about it on Tuesday. I will, I will save this question right now because um, otherwise I'm just going to butcher it.
Um, so uh, th this little this little um, conversation that Sean and I are having <laughs> is in reference to a conversation we had in um, in our master's mentorship uh, coaching call last night. Uh, we were talking about um, uh, a financing interest slash tax saving uh, strategy called the method um, uh, invented by a very smart mortgage broker out in Ontario named uh, Chris Niccolo. I uh, highly recommend look up look up the method by Chris Niccolo on, on YouTube today and uh, watch the video and then you'll have an understanding of what it is that I'm talking about um, for Tuesday's episode. Um, it's, it's a pretty cool strategy. I really, really liked it. Very similar to um, the concept of the Smith maneuver, just very different. Um, yeah, so we'll 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 talk about that. On Similar Tuesday. but very different. <laughs> well, I know I know exactly what you mean because I know that it is. But yeah. Well, okay, so you know another similar but different is velocity banking. So yes. look up velocity banking in the U.S. Very similar but very different. It doesn't apply here in Canada because of the way their mortgage products are structured there. So a lot of this is all about just like making sure that. Um, you're implementing new systems, systems, there we go, um, in, in order to make sure that you're paying the least amount of interest, mm -hmm. okay, and the least amount of taxes. Um, so Smith Maneuver is more around um, taxes, and the method is more around interest, and velocity banking is more around interest. Just, just utilizing credit cards and lines of credit as opposed to checking checking accounts like debit accounts. Yeah. Um, checking accounts are so silly. When you when you learn how the whole credit game works and how they charge you interest, you're going to realize how dumb checking accounts are. Now, with that being said, Gabby and I still use checking accounts. A lot of his own credit cards now, to be honest, though. I was going to say, personally, we we barely use checking. We like, store barely. money there. We store money in checking yeah, accounts. True. We could store it on a HELOC instead and not be yeah. paying. So like, let's say, for example, you had um, you had a HELOC. Um, every You're getting into it. Yeah, I am getting into it. Let's, let's just stop. <laughs> you know, you know, um, I didn't talk about upcoming events. So we have a couple upcoming events. And... Did you have a question also from yesterday? Uh, no. Oh, OK. I think we answered it. OK. I went through that uh, all yesterday. We do have a couple of upcoming events coming up. Um, we, we didn't talk about this one so much because it, it filled up right away, but we do have the Real Estate Investing Cabinet Retreat next uh, next Friday. And I know a lot of you guys that are listening are actually going to be there. Uh, a few of you guys are going to be there. So um, next Friday, May 27th, we have uh, uh, Real Estate Investing Cabinet Retreat. That's a cabinet retreat out in Alberta Beach. Um, get to spend three days with Gabby and I. Um, at a cabin on the lake um, with other, a handful of other ambitious real estate investors. At and, Sunset Point. It's beautiful. Is it called Sunset Point? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. We spend the whole weekend like building a roadmap for real estate investing. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's very intense. It's very um, mentally draining. It, it's, we go, we go all day, all night. Uh, we get up early, so Friday night we start, and then we get up um, early on Saturday. We get after breakfast, we get started at 9 a.m. We pretty much go to like midnight on Saturday. And then we're up again, starting at 9 a.m. again on Sunday, and then going till 5 p.m. Like it's 
a lot of deep conversations and no distractions. You know what I mean? We just kind of keep our phones off to the side and we just talk about like building real estate businesses and, and, and developing first starting off with what is it that's most important to us or mm-hmm. why, and then reverse engineering uh, that to try and get us, get everyone there as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. And if you, uh, please, if you guys, um, I know a bunch of you guys in the comments have been there before to the real estate investing cabinetries, um, you know, share, share your experiences in the, in the, in the comments there. I'd love to. Are we booking another one? Are we booking another one? Yeah. No, we're all not, not at the moment. Yeah. So I add this in here. We didn't have to, like, it's not an advertisement because we're not booking another one anytime soon because what we did was we took all of what we teach in that weekend and we implemented that into our real estate investing masters mentorship program. Right. So there's, Everything that we teach in that weekend is now all the theory and the fundamentals and everything else has all been added into the mentorship program. So um, it's a much better way of approaching it because what we are concerned about was that people were leaving that weekend and they were realizing, okay, I'm going to be starting an agreement for sale business or I'm going to be starting a wholesaling business. And they're like, "How? where do I go next? And I'd be like, go take a wholesaling course, mm-hmm. go take an agreement for sale course. And they wanted follow-up mentorship in order to, to, to hold them accountable to, to, to keep it moving forward. And, you know, that wasn't part of it. So there were a few things that were not by our fault, but just that were lacking that we were finding that were preventing people from actually following through with it. They yeah. leave the weekend, they understand it all. They're hyped for it. Then Monday comes and they're like, oh, shit, what about this? Yeah. And this, this has happened quite, quite a bit. And like, I'm, 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 publicly um, sharing our failures because I not necessarily failures, but like there were a ton of, there's a ton of people that left that weekend completely inspired and they haven't done what they said they were going to do. And that's not their failures. That's our failures because we didn't, we didn't, apparently I didn't structure it good enough to make sure that people are continuing with that. Yeah. So like Iron Man, I learned from my mistakes Again, one person's <laughs> going to get that joke. One person. Um, we learned from our mistakes. So we, we rebuilt the whole program. We built, rebuilt the whole mentorship program to make sure that it covers all of the fundamentals of that. And as well, it includes all of the courses that anyone's going to need. A green for sale, rent zones, fix and flips, wholesaling, assignments. I think I got all of them. Um, as well as monthly workshops, advanced workshops, going deeper into each of those strategies, plus weekly coaching calls. So that way there's there's absolutely no way that someone is not going to be able to achieve it. And we, and, and we added it for a full year. And it is the most affordable coaching program with the most value and the most content out of any program in Canada. So now I feel confident to know that that is what is that, that everyone needs. Yeah. And if you can't do it with that program, then then it's you. Then it's definitely you are the failure, not me. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Everybody's different. <laughs> but I don't know what else I could add in there. Yeah. And I don't know how much cheaper we can make it considering the value that is involved in there. So that is why we we're not doing, we're not planning any more real estate investing cabinet treats after next Friday. Not to say the next Friday is not going to be a fucking blast. Oh like yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. And, and yeah. again, guys, if you've been there, put it in the comments, your, share your experience. Yeah. But we found some holes in it that were preventing people from moving forward and actually doing it. 
after the weekend, everybody knew exactly what the plan was. But then your stupid little insecurities got in the way and other people got in the way and started getting in your head. And here we are, you know, six months, 12 months, two years later, and you're kind of still in the same spot. And I, and I pay attention to this kind of stuff because I want to know, did I do everything that I could? Yeah. And, and so we restructured it in a way to make sure that that doesn't happen again. All I want is to see people live their, like get to their dreams. That's all I want. Yeah. It's a huge challenge for me. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's probably the biggest challenge I've ever, I've ever taken on is like, how do I get someone to believe in themselves? And to not give a shit what people think in order to reach their goals. How do I get that done? It's, it's difficult. It's very difficult. Our um, adopted son, Wilson, says that his experience was that it was a fantastic place to grow. Literally 10x'd his business and taught him how to be laser focused on what they do. This is a massive opportunity to grow. I saw fucking Wilson um, putting up drywall yesterday. Nice. Jeez, man, you're really all in on that. <laughs> I love it. I love watching. They live in the dream. That they are. That is their dream. Their dream. They're living. That it. they're working together every day. I yeah. love it so much. I love watching Wilson and Jess because they like. You know what they said? Fuck it. Why are we doing our jobs? Let's just go 100 in all in all in on real estate. And you guys are doing it every day. I, and like you are living the dream that everybody else wants to live. The difference is that you're not scared. Yeah. You you both have enough confidence in yourselves. In order just to take the leap. You came to the cabin, you got clear, and you did it. <laughs> they have literally done everything right since the moment they left Ontario. Yeah. Literally. They haven't done anything wrong. Yeah. If I were to like if I were to like rewind and then rewatch the tape and see where could we have changed things or where could you have changed things, I wouldn't change anything. Nope. I think you guys are doing it perfectly. Yeah. Nailing it. Bravo. And they've taken everything that they learned at the cabin retreat as well. And they implemented that as well. Yeah. And they're living a fulfilled life. Yep. <clears throat> so not everything was an absolute failure. And I'm not sorry. I'm not saying everybody <laughs> else is a failure. I'm just saying, like, you know who you are. You know who you are. You know you're still in the same spot. And I see it too. And you're not happy about it. And I'm not pointing fingers. You know who you are. And, I, and I'm watching you and I really want to see you do the things that you said you're going to do. I really want to see you do the things that you really wanted to do. I really want to see you live in the life that you wanted to live. Yeah. And you know, there's more that you could be doing. And that's why we're, I'm, I'm, I'm watching and I'm, I'm from, from, a, from a, like, this is, um, this is all said with care and love. Like I actually legit want to see you reach that, but I can't overstep. This is, this is you. You have to do it. Yeah. Insecurities are a bitch. I haven't forgotten. I haven't forgotten though. I haven't forgotten about you. I'm watching. Anyways, so we have a cabin retreat next weekend. Mm-hmm. 27th, three day weekend. Um, the following weekend on June 4th, um, we've got... Um, <laughs> okay, in hindsight, that was really lame. <laughs> <laughs> we, I, I didn't know that was coming and you should have seen my face <laughs> we've got a fix and flip bus tour on june 4th the following weekend okay i thought that was a really good idea yesterday and i was like it was it. cute it was cute it. yeah well you know bring the kids um on june 4th we're doing a a, a fix and flip bus tour in edmonton 
are going to be touring four fix and flips um, in the Edmonton area. One in Edmonton, one in Leduc, two in St. Albert. And these are these are projects that are at various stages of completion. Two are going to be done. Two are going to be under construction. Um, all very different types of uh, renovations. Um, and you get to go and tour them. So we're, we got school buses all set up. You meet at um, Gold Bar Parks. We changed the venue, which you'll get all that information. If you already signed up, we'll let you know all the, the information, uh, venue changes, et cetera. It's, it's like right across the street. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, so you'll meet at Gold Bar Park there at uh, around 8, 8.30 for registration. Hop on the school bus. <laughs> and, uh, and we'll be leaving at 9 a.m., um, straight over to one property and then to another property at the second property, there will be pizza lunch, which is all included. Um, you get to network with a ton of other investors in the Edmonton area. There's going to be lots of drive time between each, um, project as well. So, you know, sit with someone new, get 20 minutes to network with them, right. Mm -hmm. Have lunch with them. And then, uh, after the last property, we're going to be going back to gold bar park where we've got a catered dinner, um, from Jack's burger, just like the best burger place in the Edmonton area, in my opinion, you know, tell me I'm wrong. Um, and so there'd be burger and fries and then we'll be out at the, the gold bar picnic site. So we'll have a little pavilion thing there. Um, there's washrooms on site and we've got that area until eight o'clock at night. So we'll be getting back around maybe four thirty-five o'clock for dinner. If you want to stay after dinner, uh, if you got to leave, then just leave. But mm -hmm. otherwise, you know, if you want to continue networking and you want the kids to play with the other kids, stick around till eight o'clock and uh, have a good time. And um, I mentioned kids because our kids going to be coming. I know that like five or six other kids. Yeah. Kirsten's kids are coming. So I'm going to try and make it as fun as that. that that's just me. I, I, I always make sure that the kids are, um, it's not, they're not just getting dragged along. So I'll make sure it's fun for the kids and um, thinking about doing some sort of a treasure hunt or something or other um, for them, make sure there's soccer balls and Frisbees and whatnot so they can have a blast. So they're not just like walking through houses. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a really fun time. So bring the kids, bring the family. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun, great networking events. Yeah. Um, I think um, Jeremy's ears stopped working for um, a minute there. Um, so when Jeremy, when just said there's been a little venue change that we'll let everybody know about. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we've um, actually, Wayne and I went to check out um, the picnic site that we had booked and um, weren't totally happy with it. Um, I mean, it was, it was great. It was right on the river. It was awesome. But uh, then we popped over to Gold Bar and saw this other space and we were like, this is where we need to be. So we, we called in and got our reservation changed. So it's just across the street and we'll be sending out that information to everybody who's purchased tickets. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's uh, June 4th. Um, save my question here for, uh, for next week. Um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and, and we, you know, we had a choice between coach buses and school buses. I went the school bus route for the full experience. It'd be more fun for the kids. Um, we got the yellow buses and everything. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, very excited about that. I'm excited to see everybody. Uh. <laughs> it's going to be fun. I'm really excited for it too. Mm -hmm. It was such a, it was um, just like this little, idea that was born and was like are we crazy are we not crazy do we like can we make this happen i don't know and we're like what needs to be done and well you know what we were doing we were paralyzed by analysis <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. So if you're ever just on the fence, just fucking do it. Yeah. Figure it out. Afterwards. And that's, and actually I'm proud of me because I was the one who said like, just do it. Just make the call. Yeah. There's like two calls that we need to make. We're good. Let's do, do it. it. Fuck it. <laughs> you know, cause the easier out for us, you know, for our monthly meetups would have been just to have another meetup. at one of our fix and flips. Mm -hmm. The problem was is that we had so many fix and flips on the go. We're like, well, which one do we go to next? Cause everybody wants to see this one. Everybody wants to see this one. Everybody. And then some people want to see a new one. Right. And yeah. if we don't do this one, then the other one will be too far gone at that point. So we're like, why don't we just do all of them? Yeah. So we just decided to, you know, we'll just do a tour instead. But obviously it's a lot of work organizing something like that. Right. And making sure that everybody's all on the same page and registration and, you know, head counts and stuff like that. It, it prevents us from being able to network because we're, we're hosting. Right. So, you know, good luck trying to catch one of us during that event and we're just gonna be so freaking busy um <laughs> but you know it's 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 not about us it's about you guys networking and 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 there will be time for questions and we'll be explaining all the um the fix and flips and the stories behind them we'll you know with any of our partners our partners will be there um explaining as well their experiences and and how they got involved and uh calvin realty is going to be there as well Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we've got some sponsors lined up, which we'll be announcing early next week, um, that have, that have contributed as well. So, um, yeah, there's going to be lots, lots, lots going on. So. Yeah. Um, I'm at a weird spot with like three minutes left and I don't really want to like go into like a question. Stand it. I don't know. Let's get our birthday celebrations on. I suppose we could. Um, so today you're doing virtual signing. Yes. We're signing for a property today. Uh, yeah. Wayne's like, by the way, we need to go in to sign at the lawyer tomorrow. I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> we close on Tuesday. So I was like, okay, get a virtual appointment and then you go drive the, the documents in. He's like, oh, okay, that works. <laughs> yeah. Is it today Friday? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And considering Monday's a holiday, like that's that's really tight. Yeah. Okay. So um, Gab's going to sign virtually. I'm going to take the paperwork down to the lawyer's office afterwards. Uh, sign off and bring her signatures. And then um, as is tradition, um, you can't do a transaction without a taco. Um, so that means that uh, I guess I'm eating tacos by myself today. Yeah. Which is, sounds really sad. <laughs> um, yeah. And then next week, uh, probably Tuesday, you and I got to go in again. Yes. I go sign up for another property. So you can come for tacos on Tuesday. <gasps> Finally. <laughs> Taco Tuesday. Finally. Tacos Tuesday is for tacos and transactions. And tequila. And tequila. Wow. Wow. Have a great Friday, everyone. Yeah. Have happy a long Friday. weekend. Happy, happy long weekend. Happy birthday to you and all your kids and family members. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com. 